0: Uh, And and conviction fell on me from the moment I walked through the door. And God just really poured it on me heavy. And I'll never forget we had someone praying for me. And they came up and they would call me on a constant basis and check in on me. And they came up to me and said, we got to pray, man. So we went up and, and we prayed. And I'm talking about I'm crying the whole service. And I just, I can't, I can't contain it anymore. I mean, when the Holy Ghost gets a hold of you and that conviction falls on you, and it's something that's just got to come out. So we went to the altar and we prayed and I'll never forget the experience I had with God that night. I had never experienced anything like it before. I grew up in a more conservative Baptist church and and I, some of the things that you know go on in these non-denominational Pentecostal churches, whatever you want to label them as, <laughs> um, I just wasn't digging any of it. But God said, you know what? I, I'm going to show you how real the supernatural power of God is. So he laid it on me. And I remember getting up and just there was such a peace in me and such a joy in me and uh, such clarity. I remember getting up and going out and I used to have a terrible foul mouth and I remember leaving and, and that, those things were stripped from me completely. Um, I remember the one thing I struggled with still was my anger, but not the same. It was one of those things when I got angry, I fell under conviction. So it wasn't, I just got angry and I felt better. I've got angry and fell under conviction. Um, and God worked that out in me. And there's times where I rise up in my flesh still. You know, we we fight that. Paul says we must die daily. Um, and there's days that I fight that. And there's times I fight that. But I'll just never forget how impactful my experience with God was that night. And Candace, she really didn't know how to take it. And I remember I called I my pastor.
1: Seen little lips of Tim like things would get really bad and Tim would like watch his mouth for a while he would you know he would clean up so to speak for a little while so for me like I was already to a point where I'm like this is great but I've already seen this before
0: yeah she (laughs) I I guess you know it is and and people say this is easy for somebody to put on a show for a little while so, you know, and, and look, I deserved every bit of that. But I'll never forget, I I just was praying and I was seeking God. I was like, my wife will not react to me. What's going on? She, I had no clue that she was getting ready to kind of walk out the door and leave me. So she was in a, a really, I guess, a state of just hurt. You just, I mean, you were just hurt. And she just wasn't receptive to what God was doing in me. So my pastor would be like, look, just give it time. Just give it time. Just keep praying. Just keep seeking the Lord. God, God's going to work this out. And he always would say, you need to work on you, man. You need to worry about you, your relationship with God, because when, when God works through you, it's, it's a real change. And... So that took place for man probably like six, eight months. And I'm I'm starting to get kind of weary and well doing. I'm like, Lord, what are you what are you doing here? Ten years, Tim. Ten, ten, ten years and I and, and I do I have to realize that I, I put her through hell for ten years. And and so, you know, God finally just softened her heart to receive what he had done in my life. So what was great about it was not only did she get somebody different in me, I got somebody different in her also. And not to say that over the past, what, five, going on six years, something like that, that things haven't gotten tough at times. You know, we're, we're married. We're with each other all the time. And I'm going to tell you, sometimes, especially when you're really, really close to one another, it's like brothers and sisters, sometimes you just get on each other's nerves. And well,
1: we've been together long enough that we we know what pushes each other's buttons. Yeah,
0: and sometimes we take advantage of that.
1: And even this week, you've been really great in quarantine because I'm working from home still teaching. And there's so much that, that we're doing still working from home. And even though we have digital hours from 9 to, t- to 2... I have kids here. I have a household. It's so we have a business, and it's so easy for, for for everybody to be, you know, hmm. pulling on me and pulling yeah. me in every direction to do stuff, and um, like just just to do this video, my my food is cold, and that that's been the running joke all week is that I've not had a warm meal, um, and I guess hey, you just, had a warm <laughs>
0: meal last night.
1: That's just
0: from truckers. It got
1: delivered.
0: <laughs> yeah, she she did. It got delivered, so it was warm. But you know, not and, and to kind of close all this together, because our story's still being written and your story still be written too. Um, when I look in Genesis and I see where you know Adam names all the creatures and he and he's he's kind of looking for his his helpmate, his spouse. He couldn't find anyone, so God put him in a deep sleep. And God created Eve for him. And God's created an Eve or an Adam for you. Right. Um, each and one of each and every one of us has somebody that God's ordained for us. A lot of times when we go after what we see in the flesh or what we see on TV, what we think a good spouse looks like, whatever um
1: you were just fortunate to get the whole package
0: I was I was I, I got the whole package I'm kidding. um but she got the whole package too that's <laughs> I all I got to say she, <laughs> she got the whole package too but it took time and sometimes we just have to be patient um God is doing something in and through our lives and it's not about us at all it's about him and about his glory so we just have to be patient. We have to sit back. In Habakkuk chapter 2, it talks about a watchtower. And in order to get to the top of that watchtower, you got to take the first step. You have to be obedient to God's will. So once you get to that place where you can see out, you know, watching is is action. So you have to be actively looking, you know. And once once you see it, God gives you confirmation it says that the vision will come down and you're supposed to write that vision down so one thing you can do
1: i mean we wrote this down
0: we we did write this down
1: just in january we did this got written down this did there's something spiritual about
0: writing 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 something down right so write down what god puts in your spirit
1: write down your prayers
0: right and and write down what's what God wants you to have in a spouse. So, you know, pray about it. Don't just write down what you want in a spouse. Write down what God has placed in your spirit to search for in a spouse. So, that's really what you need to do. You need to allow God to lead you in who your spouse is. It's not about who you choose, it's about who He chooses for you. Because at the end of the day, it's not about our will, it's about God's will. Just like with our story. You know, the, her family not necessarily liking me. Well, you know what? That's part of it. And we could have quit. We could have allowed that to, to stop our relationship right then. We could have gotten tired of it because it got rough at times. It's
1: important to mention that they love
0: you. Now. They do love me now. <laughs> they do. They love me. But how could I you not love my, all this?
1: My aunt says you're an acquired taste.
0: Maybe I am an acquired taste. That, I that don't know.
1: You, uh, you come off at first to some people with that arrogance
0: yeah, and then maybe. once
1: they get to know you you're just a big teddy
0: bear. And right? I'm hoping God continues to to take whatever that is in me that right. causes that to you know happen to go away but you know I lost my point with all this now. Habakkah. Habakkah. So anyway, write down what God puts in your spirit and allow God to choose your spouse. And when things come against you, and when and when things come against your relationship, don't just quit. It's so easy to quit. But man, why quit? Why not just stop and take a pause? And instead of searching all the thing the world all the things the world has to offer, why don't you just search what the book has to offer, the word of God has to offer?
1: And going back to that, you I'm sorry I interrupted you. But, You're
0: good.
1: But you said God will get the glory in it all, and it would have been so easy to say, "Well, Tim got his anger under control. Tim got his mouth under control. Tim did this. Tim did this." But no, it was all God. It wasn't Tim. It was God. Truly, like there was no amount. I mean, because we because how many
0: times did we we, did I try to do it in myself for you?
1: And then we went to marriage classes. And we had counseling, and, and things
0: would be good for a season, but right. they never were complete. And mm-hmm. and God's a God of completion, so you know we were doing things in ourselves, trying to work things out in our flesh. It never would, it never would stick. But there
1: was that
0: submission when God came in and fixed it. It was complete, and there was a submission, and it was so much easier. I thought that you're giving up so much when you commit to a relationship with God and you commit to to living for Him. You think you're giving up so much, but you're gaining so much. Man, I I can I can pop, you know, a cold beer and drink it and drink a few of them and be drunk for a little while, but man, the joy of the Lord is so much better than that. You know, I can I can go to a doctor and they can prescribe me some kind of medication for depression, anxiety, whatever it is, but man, the 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 joy and the peace of the Lord is so much better than than those things. So there's always that balance, you know, don't go to the world for, for what you need. Go to the Lord. He's going to, everything he gives you is going to be final. It's going to be complete. It's going to stick. What the world has to offer you is temporary. So in the word talks about that, you know, are we, are we looking for the, the uh, eternal things or are we looking for the things that are, are of the world? I'm trying to go for the eternal things. That's that's what's important. It's the eternal things of life. So, you know, everything we do should be focused on, you know, how how is this going to affect my my eternal life later down the road. So, anyway, we'll we'll end with that. We love y'all. Y'all continue to stay plugged in and listen to us. We're not that great probably, but maybe we we will get better. Pray that God touches us and anoints us to to spread the gospel and to reach people and whoever he wants us to reach will reach but continue to pray for us we're praying for y'all right um Just just pray for just pray for us this
1: has been wonderful to see the amount of people who've commented